Hello and welcome to A Fistful of Truth. I am your host, Delara Essengill, and this is my podcast. You can find A Fistful of Truth on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and many more platforms all listed on the Anchor.fm portal. You can also find me on my blog, DelaraEssengill.blog. You can search for any topic on the blog, lots of different information, videos, links to great material, such as a thousand pieces featuring John D'Souza and other articles about my friend John, where you can see my uh, honored interview, honored to interview John D'Souza. Check out that last one that he uh, he did with me here on A Fistful of Truth, because a lot of things that John said are seeming to come true. You can also check out the series with Mike Fanning on the blog and on uh, Fistful of Truth called The Next Revolution Will Not Be Televised and wonderful programs from George Pittman navigating the storm. Paul Tashira was here doing the paranormal. So there's been a lot of great, amazing guests on A Fistful of Truth and a lot of good content, which is also featured on the blog. And if you haven't heard the last four part series of the Triple Decode featuring Snackanon, please do visit the blog and make sure that you do that before continuing on with tonight's podcast. If you want to find everything in one convenient location, make it easy for yourself, please visit a fistful of truth.com, which features the latest podcast, blog posts, and much more all in one convenient location. For those of you who have reached out and said, I really want to help Big Var. Uh, Big Var was here on a Saturday night rant, Saturday night rant. And recently, uh, a lot of people have been reaching out through different, uh, different ways uh, about Big Bar and Big Bar was on the rant with me. Big Bar is an amazing guy. His real name is Mike. But um, a lot of you have been reaching out. And I just wanted to leave a little introduction at the beginning of the podcast. I hope Big Bar doesn't mind, but it's just too late because I'm about to do this. If you would like to make a donation to Big Bar and his family, even though he is not asking for one, but a lot of people have been writing in. And instead of trying to write back to everybody, I've been missing communications. I'm just going to make a little announcement here and put the link in the podcast description to Big Bar's PayPal. So you can find that in tonight's podcast description, but it is... Uh, it'll be located here in the, um, yeah, it's the best if I just leave it in the podcast description. So just go ahead and look for it there and you can just donate directly to him because donations are not allowed and or accepted for a fistful of truth. But the way you can help a fistful of truth is by sharing this podcast. And I want to thank everybody who did offer and is offering to help Big Var, as well as offering to help a fistful of truth. If you'd, if you'd like to make a donation, you can make it to Big Var and his family instead of a fistful of truth, because we don't accept that here. And you can help share this podcast. That's the way to donate to this podcast, because it is highly censored, just like the blog. It doesn't get out, folks, unless you guys actually physically copy and paste the link to a discussion group your social media don't do it on twitter and uh, the only way this information gets out is i rely on you the listeners so if each listener who listens to each podcast copies and pastes this just once i am very grateful and humbled by all of you who offer to share because the only way i am able to get the word out is through the listeners and thank you for supporting and sharing a fistful of truth. So thank you for the little break that you guys gave me and snacking on. We have been working hard at the uh, podcast that we left on the last 
part of the Triple Decode. We did a four-part podcast, but we were following up on our notes and looking at the Wisconsin, the Wisconsin rally that uh, POTUS had, as well as his speech at CPAC. So those two are now being presented to you, starting with this evening. This is part one of a Double Decode featuring Snackanon, and we're going to start off in Wisconsin. So that's going to be the rally we start off with. We don't know how many parts this decode is going to be because we just leave it up to uh, we leave it up to the flow. But I hope to be finished with it in less than four parts for sure. And uh, if you haven't heard the first four-part triple decode, I know this is getting confusing, but it's a four-part. It means it's in four different episodes. If it's confusing to you, the best way to understand what I'm saying is to go to the blog, delarasengill.blog, type in the word triple, T-R-I-P-L-E, decode, and you'll see the four different articles that correspond to each part of the decode for the POTUS speeches that went on from Arizona all the way through to D.C. So you can see you can see that on the blog, but make sure that you listen to and review that material before you embark on this journey this evening. So this is part one of the Double Decode featuring the one and only, your favorite, Snackanon. Mmm. These are good. Well, hello, Snackanon. Oh, hey. How are you doing? How are you doing? I'm just having this cookie here, chocolate chip. I see more than one cookie snacking on. Mm -hmm. Hey, I actually, uh, this week I uh, brought you one. You know, I'm actually so full. Yeah? That I wish I could enjoy that right now, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to pass on those scrumptious looking. You sure? They're pretty good. I'll give you some time to chew on it while I introduce you to the audience. Snacking on here, folks. Can you tell? He's got his cookies. He's got his, what, what are you drinking there? Oh, this is uh, milk. Yeah. You're drinking milk, mm-hmm. and you're eating cookies, mm-hmm. and you're ready. They go good together. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Potus would agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're ready to do this. Uh, you know, it's been a while, not because we haven't talked to each other, but it's uh, it's been a little bit since we did the uh, yeah three part, four part decode, and now we're on Wisconsin. You know, there's just been so much that's been happening in between. Um, I think I want to remind people that uh, you and I have been talking about how people are forgetting this one main important point right now. Ah, I think I know what you're about to say. And Whoa. <laughs> Let me get these cookies, cookies out of the way and this milk away from this equipment. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think I'm going to say? Uh, I think that you're going to say that uh, Trump is in charge. Yes. And... Uh, that Trump is in charge, no matter what is happening, no matter what's going on, what you see on TV, what you hear on the radio, what you read. At the end of the day, Trump is in charge, and it's President Trump. And I really want people to just remember what you just said. Like, no matter what you're doing. No matter what you're thinking, no matter... Whatever the news, however the news makes you feel, if it you know bothers you, just always tell yourself Trump is in charge. We should we should make a banner. I think we should just have a banner. There needs to be banners like reminding these. 
patriots that Trump is indeed your president still. And unfortunately, I just can't understand why people are tuning into why people are even talking about Biden. Like, why are they talking about someone that doesn't exist? He's gone. Do you think they're watching the news? Do you think they secret? Do you know what it is? It's like a junkie, right? Uh Okay. Like a junkie when they're like, oh, you know what? I'm not high right now, man. I'm not high. But they really mean they're just not high in the last 10 minutes. And I think what happens to people that are tuned into any kind of mainstream media or alternative news media, which is replace the mainstream media just because it's called alternative and somebody's put a label on it doesn't mean it's the truth folks Uh, so don't stop tuning into any kind of bullshit really because trump will still still your president so if trump is in charge everything else that you're 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 doubting and listening to means you're just being distracted right yes Yes. Right. It, 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 it's even uh, painful to watch TV. For some reason, whenever I... TV, my God. Yeah. It, like, I can't be around that uh, frequency, and it it's bugs you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can't be around a lot of people. They aggravate me, so... So at the end of the day, no matter who's rating who or who's doing what, always tell yourself Trump is in charge. Well, Trump is in charge, and he was speaking at a... You know, these rallies aren't really rallies. These are presidential the president addressing the nation i think people need to realize that he's not rallying to win another election because he's already the president and he's going to already win 2024 he's basically telling us what's going on which is why you and i are here you know we talk about this amongst ourselves and we believe that it's the right thing to do to share it with other people otherwise the information goes nowhere i mean you and i know this already But I think it's important that other people who can tune into our frequency and the frequency of the president and really understand what it is that we've been saying in these decodes, especially, you know, we've been spending a lot of time uh, together on these decodes since the middle of May and onward. Mm -hmm. And um, if you guys haven't checked out the last series, please do it. But also, please, you know, really listen to these yourself. We urge you to listen to them yourself. Please don't just listen to what we're saying about them. And also share this information with other people who are open to understanding because everybody wants to know what's going on unless you're Hosea and you're rejecting knowledge and then you're perishing when we don't want to, we're not talking to that crowd. Um, But I'm seeing a lot of people fall off the truth train because they're forgetting your point that you just made. Yeah. I mean, if they're raiding his place, I'm not, concerned at all about it i it's like it was probably supposed to happen with the plan right and then i'm not worried at all me neither i mean i'm i'm not worried one bit and what about the uh what about oh the irs is now gonna they're training people to to uh they're training police irs police why are people so upset about this they should be ecstatic yeah because that's how you catch the criminals joe is not there joe joe doesn't exist but yet they're You know what really bothers me is when people call me or text me or write me or try to contact me and they send me, what do you think about this Biden doing this? These aren't normie friends. The normie friends are okay. It's okay that they're doing that. I'm glad that the normies are asking questions. But when it's a patriot who's been following Q, who's been following POTUS, forget Q, forget all of it. Following POTUS. I mean, doesn't all the the ceremonies and all the... um 
procedures with the military is completely, it doesn't line up with Joe. It's all fake. It's all pretend. Right. Did Joe hire uh, Raisin Kane? No. <laughs> I mean, it's they not don't, just. They don't even salute him or whatever. He doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah, exactly. Trump is in charge. That's all right. All we know. should just call Anyways. this Trump is in charge. <laughs> Well, Trump was in charge and Trump is in charge and Trump is going to be in charge. And on 8-5-22, the 5th of August, he was in Waukesha, 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 Wisconsin, Waukesha, Wisconsin. Can I start it off this way? Yeah. If it doesn't blow, darling, don't worry. We just won't watch television. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when he says stuff like this Mm -hmm. and people get thrown off. And, you know, it's funny because a lot of people wrote in. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. And uh, people looked up some of these words. And now there's like a new movie coming out. I don't think that's what it is. And I'll tell you guys why. Uh, We'll go into it a little later. But I believe this has something to do with Gone with the Wind. Because he made a Clark Gable reference later in CPAC. And we're not there yet. We're not there yet. But... Uh, there is Gone with the Wind. So I believe he's alluding to some stuff we're going to talk about later, but I had to start it off that way because mm-hmm. I just love that quote. <laughs> if it doesn't blow, darling, don't worry. We just won't watch television. And then he just rolls off into a different subject like he never said that. <laughs> and people are confused because they're just not able to keep up with POTUS. You know, we have to sit here and figure out what he's saying. Um. He started off Wisconsin talking about a bunch of different people. One was Tony Ebers. (laughs) He called him a real beauty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then he's been talking about, you know, crazy Nancy Pelosi, um, China's dream, everything she touches turns to shit. And uh, giving them an excuse and uh, everything she turns, you knows what, or everything she touches turns to, you know what. Um, well, I think he's setting Nancy up to be, uh, to show people that she's crazy because he's repeating things over and over so that when it comes time to, uh, if that, if it happens where they take out Biden, Kamala can't be president and Nancy's too crazy to be president, then we're going to go back to last part of the decode where we talked about that in the last series how the Congress shall have a right to elect another president. Mm -hmm. We talked about the 20th and 25th amendments. They're listed at the blog. So please go reference those. So we don't go over them again. He moved on to Blake masters. (laughs) Isn't that that guy that looks like the lizard? Uh, Yeah. Isn't isn't super lizard guy. We didn't, we post him. We put a picture of him. He was really creepy. He has interesting eyes. I'll just say that. Okay. You're nicer than I am. You really are. Um, Carrie Lake. Carrie, Carrie Lake. Snake. Good uh, luck, Carrie Lake. You know, when POTUS says good luck, what does it mean? Lynn pointed it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It means hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Terminator style. You're fired, basically. Yeah. Carrie Too many Snake. photos uh, that are. Tranny photos? Yeah. This seems kind of. What about that haircut? Yeah. The haircut. How about too. that face? <laughs> how about the expressions on her face you guys it's just inauthentic okay yeah you know you see you see somebody get up there like melania and it's not because she's the first lady there's nothing fake about this this girl she's up there she's herself she's european she she's she's just herself every time she's talking to the public melania is herself you see this carry fake 
And it's just like, it's so forced. It's like, she's got to take a dump, but she's holding it in till she gets off that stage. Yeah. That's how I feel about her. Just something seems off with her. Oh yeah. She's, That's... she's, I think she's dirty. Yes. Peter Meyer. He's a little different than other people says POTUS. I think he might be another inversion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he turned around to the public and he said that he was, uh, he asked them how he looked from behind, right? Yeah. Just look at that big screen. How do I look from behind? Not bad, not terrible. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Chanel. I think that she's the... Uh, Chanel, yeah, we know who she is. She, the, the salon or... No, Chanel was Chanel. that girl, wasn't she? I'm from like Twitter, remember Chanel something? Everybody was like, oh, hot for Chanel. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure. I'm not, may, well, maybe Chanel, he was talking about Chanel the, Chanel the, uh, what's the 80s like Chanel shampoo or some shit? Oh. <laughs> I mean, these like, it's like Calvin Klein one. These things are old. Yeah. You know, obsession. Um. Well, they announced that uh, Milwaukee would be the uh, 2024 Republican National Convention. And then he went into how he looks from behind. <laughs> not bad, not terrible. And um, what did you think about that? Like the when he said that um, the uh, with him, with showing the back of his head, did you think that he pointing it out he's pointing it out for something and i couldn't figure out what it was but i also thought it might have something to do with the crowd behind him okay now i did notice uh one of the people in the crowd had a blue shirt on hmm. and it had a swirl on it a pedo swirl yes just completely out of place and it just was too like over his um left shoulder well, it was like it just seemed... I did. Oh, yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. I think it was, and there was a very strange, tall, long necked, possibly an inversion next to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think they're doing this on purpose because there was one time when the, I, I was watching a rally that I didn't do a decode on and didn't talk with you about, but I saw a nub. Mm -hmm. There was a nub, there was a woman with a nub standing behind POTUS and it was not a woman. It was a, it was, I don't know what it was, but it was a, it was a woman looking, <laughs> it was a person in a woman's body with a small nub. Mm -hmm. And it was very obvious. They were showing it like the camera was showing it. The and, nub or the Adam's app? The Adam's apple and, and, and the nub. And the nub. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a dude standing back there. And I think what they're doing is catching, showing people and, and making sure people pay attention to these things. Cause we're not really used to looking at it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's not like anybody wants to look at anybody's crotch. My God, like, it's just weird. But how do you make the public aware of an alternate reality? Right. So they've got to start seeding the visual eye, just like he, we talked about how he repeats things over and over and over and over again. Yes. It's not, it's not just to be redundant. It's to create a brain pattern in the listener, us, the audience, so that we are used to the information and are able to assimilate what's coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So very good note on that. I um, think that people should pay attention to who's standing behind POTUS. Yes. Um, actors. He always, he often calls them. You guys are good looking enough to be in Hollywood. It means it's staged folks. Plus you see familiar faces back there too. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Like if you watch these 
really? same people over and over. You'll again. notice that they're the same people. How does that happen? Yeah. How do they, do these people work? <laughs> I mean, how do you know how expensive it is, especially right now, to travel anywhere unless you're, you know, one of the elite. I mean, these people look like normal Americans to me, unless they are actors. Of course, there's always security. You know, I some of the brothers back there got to be security. Mm-hmm. They got to be. And the, the guy with the two A shirt on, the one yes. that never takes his glasses off, yes. he's got the dreadlocks. Yes, you know he could fuck some shit yeah. up. Yeah. All right. So you know, you see these guys in back of him. You see sometimes see these like like guys in like cowboy hats, and sometimes they're wearing a cowboy hat. You see like these white guys in the front. It depends on what state they're in, but uh-huh. they've always got the same stupid cop glasses on. They've always got the <laughs> Revos on. And oh. I'm like, dude, you're giving yourself away. That's a uh, sure. Dead okay. giveaway. All right. I'll look for you that. You always spot them in line at fast food places too. <laughs> they always stand. Cops and military uh-huh. always stand with their hands behind their back when uh, they're resting. Oh, you can uh, always spot them. Uh-huh. And they've always got like both feet on the ground equally. Uh-huh. doesn't matter how old they are. God bless them. Really. <laughs> All right. So where did he go from after the behind? He went to the dollar 87, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, he went into the, the five worst presidents uh, in history, put them together. It would be like Joe Biden wouldn't do the damages Joe Biden mm-hmm. and just like what we were talking about he brings up the dollar 87 a gallon again now it's 567 and 8 dollars a gallon and it just hit 828 dollars and 25 cents in a place called California 8 dollars and 25 cents and um well he always references the dollar 87 hmm well, the dollar eighty-seven, we know we had we, people have been referencing the ivermectin as well as the code for uh, homicide in California, but I think it has more to do with the ivermectin, honestly, mm-hmm. and the alternative treatments because you know we know, and we're not going to talk about this here on this podcast, but we know what's going on with the. Uh, I don't want I don't know what to call them the mark of the beast people. Mm. We know what's going on. You can look that up on the blog. You can look all that's all the stuff on the blog. Um, I'm looking some stuff up while you're talking, so you can uh, you can go ahead and keep going here. There is the next was uh, he, where did he go to next? Basically, uh, well, he went into more names. He, he went into Mitch McConnell and uh, got taken for a ride from Joe Manchin, and where he won, where. Uh, and Joe Manchin is screwing over to the people of West Virginia, where President won by 45 points or something. So there's another hint at uh, POTUS. And another indicator was Biden created the worst inflation in 49 years at 9.1%. And this time he said it's costing families $6,000 a year. And usually he says... Uh, fifty six hundred with ten cents. And this time it was just six thousand dollars a year. Um, and uh, he brings up we had the best numbers of any administration ever in our history mm-hmm. for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, women and men, young people with diplomas without diplomas. And then he brings up with PhDs from MIT, Harvard, and the Wharton School of Finance. We had everybody covered, everybody covered. Um, I found it interesting that he brings up those universities and stuff. 
universities was something that Montana Sky mm. talked about. Uh-huh. Uh, just as a quick aside on the, uh, you heard it here first and very interesting stuff with universities and harnessing energy and all that. So if you guys haven't checked out that episode, it, it is available on the podcast, but anyway, go ahead. And, uh, going through, we got hit by the China virus and yes. the China virus. Yes. And we had two straight quarters of now they've turned into two straight quarters of negative economic growth. Also knows it as a thing as a recession, and he, President Trump said, "Let's hope that recession doesn't morph into a depression, which is slightly worse worse by a factor of about a hundred." And um, after that, he went into we had a creation of Space Force for the first time that has happened since uh, Air Force seventy nine years ago. Uh, sometimes he says eighty years ago. Um, but this time it was 79 years ago. Um, he uh, briefly mentions Abdul. Don't do it, Abdul. Ooh, can we talk about Abdul? Sure. I want to talk about Abdul really fast yeah. because there was an article that the very talented and smart Benjamin Abok, he's on Gab. I have, I've reached out to him, but I haven't been able to talk to him recently. Um, he wrote a... He's, he wrote, he provided some stuff that's posted on the blog called Afghanistan Explained, but it was also just some posts from other Anons on the board. So anyway, he provided a thread. He had these great threads on Twitter back in the day. And um, part of it was posted at DelaraEssengill.blog. So you can check this part of these things out. Um, and it's called Afghanistan Explained. Now, you and I have been talking about Abdul uh, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Because POTUS mentions every single time, every single time he gives the speech, every single time he talks at a rally. Abdul, don't do it, Abdul. Abdul, he talks about the leader of the Taliban, Abdul. And uh, let me see if I have this here because I had pulled this up. And Abdul Ghani Baradar is who he's talking about, who was born on September 29th, 1963. Um, or 1968, I don't know if they know, but he's an Afghan political and religious leader who is currently the acting first deputy prime minister alongside Abdul Salam Hanafi and Abdul Kabir of Afghanistan. He is also a co-founder of the Taliban. He is known by the honorific Mullah, and he was Mullah Omar's top deputy from 2002 to 2010. This is from Wikipedia, guys. And since 2019, he has been the Taliban's fourth in command as the third leader of, I can't say this, Hibatula Akuns. I'm totally butchering this, Akunzada something, three deputies, and my apologies. But anyway, um, the Taliban, folks, uh, according to Wiki, is also refers to itself by the name of its state, the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan is a Diobandi Islamic fundamentalist, militant Islamist and jihadist political movement in Afghanistan. Okay, so you can read more about the Taliban and the Afghan civil war and all sorts of, my God, it's so complicated, this country. It's just ridiculous and war-ridden. But Mike Fanning spent some time there and he talks about it in uh, Follow the Money. It's an Mm -hmm. article called Follow the Money. Amazing. You guys, if you haven't heard Mike Fanning's narrative, uh, you guys are really missing out. Uh, 
Highly recommend it. Mike Fanning, retired LAPD Sergeant Mike Fanning, later a U.S. contractor in Afghanistan. Please listen to this because L.A. Non-Confidential, a seven-part series, and The Next Revolution will not be televised. No one's talking about this. Okay, no, Mike's not jumping from one interview to another. He gave us an exclusive interview as a dear and beloved friend of mine. Um, please listen to it because it is the truth and it's so important to hear these real life stories. I mean, it's mind blowing. But anyway, going back to Afghanistan, uh, Afghanistan explained, Abdul has come up in every single uh, POTUS rally, POTUS speech, and he tells the same story over and over and over and over again. Now, on the article, uh, Afghanistan explained at dalaraessengill.blog, you'll see a picture, okay, a photograph of Pompeo, as we know, trust Kansas, mm -hmm. okay? Pompeo, who uh, was or is, I don't know what his current title is, um, acting as the director of the CIA, okay, under Trump while Trump was president. Yes. Um, met with Abdul in Afghanistan. And there's a photograph here. You guys have to see this picture. Oh yeah, there he is. Yeah. Okay. So it's posted on the blog. Now I'm going to quote someone I'm not going to name because I can't stand him and he's a Mossad operative. Um, I call him pussy bitch. So if you know who that is, but anyway, there's, there's a tweet by this jackass and I'm not going to go into who he is, but it's just the content. Never shoot the messenger. Just look at the message. Um, did you know that the entire Afghanistan's papers project started when General Michael Flynn filed an IG report that the Pentagon was lying about the war. Okay? So Flynn was the one that blew the whistle uh -huh. on Afghanistan. Now, we know that Flynn right now, in my opinion, my humble opinion, Flynn is part of a sting right now. Okay? That's what he does. The man's job is... He's a genius and he's a counterintelligence expert and he's completely infiltrated these assholes is my opinion. Now, I don't <laughs> want to get any flack for that because there's a lot of different opinions out there. So that's just my humble opinion. That's all it is. Um, we'll see. I'm not going to judge anything in this movie until all the credits roll. Confusion is good. And necessary. Yeah. So is disinformation mm -hmm. as POTUS quotes. Now, Let's go to the next thing about Abdul. Now, what does POTUS say about Abdul, right? POTUS always talks about Abdul as, uh, you know, I, he called up the leader of the Taliban. He said he called him his excellency. That's very important. Ah. Why would the leader of the Taliban, okay, in Afghanistan, who's fighting ISIS, all right, there's a, there's ISIS in Afghanistan and, and the and Taliban are are at um, odds with each other, let's uh -huh. just say. And um, we are talking about this time during POTUS's 2016 to 2020 presidency, okay? He's still our president, mm -hmm. but he calls up Abdul, and Abdul refers to POTUS as your excellency. your excellency. Why would the leader of the Taliban refer to Donald J. Trump, the president of the United States, as your excellency, has anybody asked that question? There's a very important reason as to why. Perhaps, I know this is might bother some people, but guess what? 
what is it? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm -hmm. You know how POTUS always talks about the president of Mexico and says he's a socialist? But he's an all right guy. Yes, yes. but he's an all right guy. Now, we're not going to change the world, okay? He's not going to go over to Xi, even if he made a deal with Xi to do something. Trade deal. Uh, don't send us any more fentanyl deal. Uh, stop, you know, stop doing this to us deal. I'm going to give you a tariff. Whatever the deal is, fair or not, like it or not, we're not going to change Xi's communist uh, yeah, he's, he's mentioned that he's a communist. Z doesn't like the United States that much, no, but he gets along with them and respects them. And they, they, well, he didn't say respect, but he gets along. Gets with along him. with them. Yeah, he gets yeah. along with them, and they they under they get they get along. Yeah. they have to get along. Okay, same thing with the Taliban. Are we going to change the fundamentalist beliefs of the Taliban? We can't even change the beliefs of the brainwashed Americans here. So, here is the point. Whether or not we like or agree with any of these people's thoughts, theories, at some point, we are all going to have to agree that there is good and there is bad. There is good and evil. There are people who are in communist nations mm -hmm. who don't believe in pedophilia. There are people who live in Islamic nations, believe it or not who don't believe in pedophilia. Ask, ask a mother there. Mm -hmm. There are people who li live in Buddhist, Christian, Catholic, every nation, doesn't matter color, race, or creed, who don't believe in child trafficking. That crosses all borders. This is what this has been about from the very beginning. Now, <laughs> there are these nations like the Saudis, Alice in Wonderland, who thrive on pedophilia. Not every Saudi. But it's something that's far more accepted and part of, you know, there's pictures all over online, little girls lined up to be married into, you know, pedophiles away to these old men, mm -hmm. disgusting and horrific mm. under the guise of Islam. We know what the Catholic church has been doing. We're not going to go into those things tonight. It's very important to understand folks why Abdul, the leader of the Taliban currently, who met with Pompeo, who we trust, Kansas, calls POTUS, Your Excellency. Let's take a little break. So we're back. So why does Abdul call Trump, Your Excellency? Because perhaps Abdul is cooperating with Trump. And here is... And Anon reasons it out from the blog post on DelaraEssengill.blog uh, from uh, the boards here from the article called that you can look up at DelaraEssengill.blog called Afghanistan Explained. So here it is. And Anon reasons it out. This is the best example so far that Biden is not in control, going to what you said at the beginning of this, that Trump is in control. Yes. Media is perplexed and cannot figure out what is happening. Now, this article was posted a year ago on the 17th of August last year, 2021. So I'm reading something from a year ago. Okay. Uh, okay. This is the best example so far that Biden is not in control. Media is perplexed and cannot figure out what is happening. Sorry, guys, I lost my screen for a second. U.S. White Hats basically gave back the country to the Afghanis and Afghani military. 
CIA clown puppet government was removed. Ah. Remember we saw McStain there? Ah, yes, yes. Pompeo negotiated it a while back, which would explain why we see Pompeo with Abdul. Oh, in that photograph. Yes. On your blog. Some U.S. weaponry and helicopters were kept there so that Afghanistan can protect itself. Afghani military is in control against the CIA, against the deep state. Remember how POTUS says all that equipment was left there? Uh, about 85 uh, yes. billion. Well, we have a lot of numbers. We can go, we're going to go through them again. But all that military equipment was left there, but perhaps it was left there and it was okay for them to keep it under Trump to defend themselves against the CIA and cooperate, the bad CIA, to cooperate with U.S. forces. Now, this could be possible. I'm just reading this. Trump following JFK's footsteps to finish the job of splintering the CIA into a thousand pieces. This is why I always tell you guys, watch the movie A Thousand Pieces with John D'Souza. And uh, it talks about him and and, uh, Flynn and all sorts of of, uh, people that got involved in taking down these three-letter agencies. So John D'Souza, a real patriot, folks, a real amazing patriot. God bless him. CIA and proxy soldier fighters, i.e. the Taliban, are no longer in power. Trump cut the head off of the CIA snake and its proxy CIA soldiers and the fake groups, i.e. ISIS, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, etc., all have been crushed in Syria, Afghanistan, Iraq, North Korea, and likely Iran. Wow. Afghanistan will now have complete control over its own country for the first time since the 1970s. The military-industrial complex led by the CIA is essentially out of power. The CIA ruled the region for 50 years with phony wars. A lot of drugs out of Afghanistan, too, and trafficking, by the way. (laughs) Trump put an end to endless wars and blood. We are at the precipice, and the big reveal will be very soon. That word precipice is really important, folks. Today, the deep state finally realized they have no power other than COVID hysteria and false flag operations. This is what D'Souza says. This is a glorious day, and we finally have proof that Biden deep state have zero power and that good guys are in control with Trump likely leading it all. Hence, your excellency. Now, in 2018... This is really important. This was posted on the boards uh, at 8.15, on 8.15, 2021, okay? So this was posted to uh, 8 Kuhn. About a year ago. year ago. So a year delta. A picture of uh, Pompeo with Abdul, all right? In 2018, Trump got Mullah Abdul, don't do it, Abdul, Ghani Baradar released from prison. Are you guys listening to this? <laughs> You guys, in 2018, Trump got Abdul, who calls him your excellency, released from prison. And in 2020, Trump's secretary of state, Pompeo, trust Kansas, met with Mullah Abdul Ghani Baradar. So in 2018, Trump gets him out of prison. And in 2020, Abdul meets with Pompeo. In 2021... Mullah Abdul Ghani Baradar is set to become the president of Afghanistan under Taliban rule. Coincidence? (laughs) 
Who is he cooperating with? Mm-hmm. And what are they fighting against? So in my humble opinion, after reviewing all this information and thanks to Ben Bach for giving us these posts from different anons and putting this thread together, called Afghanistan explained at DelaraEssingill.blog. Please check this out. When he's saying, every time he talks about Abdul, and why do you send me a picture of my house, Your Excellency? People are, and I was assuming at first that he was, you know, threatening him. They're going to. We know where you live and going to bomb you. The, yeah, but that's not why he was sending no. him a picture of his house. No. He was sending him a picture of his house because his house is safe. <laughs> his house is safe because for the first time, he's not going to take out some guy who got he got him out of prison in 2018. He's sending him back home to rule his country and defeat the CIA because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. He's my friend. All right. So there you go. Afghanistan explained. Thank you for letting me take that little break uh, and go aside because it was so important. Every time we hear this, uh, when I saw these, it's funny because the blog post comes up and reminds me of things that happened. There's so much going on all the time. Here we go. That's what this is all about. This is all about uh, Flynn exposing the, uh, the fake, well, the, the lies about the war, right? And then uh, the Afghanistan Papers Project, starting with Flynn. And then probably uh, turning it over to Trump and Pompeo helping Trump, um, you know, after they got Abdul out of prison, mm-hmm. um, putting him back in place where he can fight the same people that we're fighting, like you said, the enemy of my enemy. So you guys, that's what this is about. That's what this is about. That's my decode. That's my contribution. And I'm going to hand this back over to you. <laughs> so he, let's move on from Abdul. So, uh, Matt was pretty brief. Uh, usually he went into with Abdul uh, about uh, all the weaponry and stuff like that that was left. But he and in Waukesha rally, it, it was just Abdul, don't do it, Abdul. And he moved on. Moved on very quickly. So <clears throat> I didn't want to, I know that he didn't spend too much time on it, but it finally kicked into me. So uh-huh. I had to, right. had to bring it to you guys. And he basically went into the safest, we created the safest border in the U.S. history when we ended catch and release. Uh-huh. Um, in uh-huh. fact, he goes into the border wall. In fact, we completely finished our original border wall plan. Despite two and a half years of Democratic-inspired lawsuits, they sued us all the time. Two and a half years it took. We won all the lawsuits, and then we completed the wall, and we added much more wall than originally <laughs> planned and almost got that finished also. Okay, okay, stop. We talked about this once, but let's let's make it really clear. He just said, we completed the wall. All right. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? We completed the wall. What wall is he talking about? We know what wall he's talking about. Down there wall. Down there wall. Okay. So the wall between Mexico and America. Is sealed. Right. Now, what did he do? We added much more wall than originally planned. Now... What is the other wall? He talks about another border wall, correct? Yes. What other country borders America? (laughs) Are we going to go there? We have to. This is really important. And it's a lot bigger too. It's a lot bigger and there's a lot more wall. Yeah. A lot more wall. Mm -hmm. A lot of wall. Yeah. I know where that wall is. Yeah. Canada? It's friggin' Canada. You guys... 
the border wall that he's talking about at this point, it ain't friggin' Mexico. Now, Mexico is being guarded by the 28,000 soldiers are actually helping us at the border wall in Mexico, okay? Because Mm -hmm. of the whole tariff thing. You have a lot of um, juicy things for us, by the way. We're not going to get to all of it in this part of the decode. But audience, snacking on blew me away. He's been been snacking on the right things. (laughs) Um, But the border wall is complete is what Trump keeps telling us. So that means the Mexican-American border wall is complete. And the Canadian border wall that no one seems to be, no one seems to know about. No one's talking about it, but. He almost, almost got that finished as well. Now that's what he says. He almost got that finished as well, as well. Now he talked directly about the Canadian border. Mm -hmm. He went straight to the Canadian border and enter Tim Michaels. Ah, Oh, Tim Michaels. Oh, Tim Michaels and the boring tunnel, which isn't Elon, is it? No. Because Elon used to think that his tunnel boring device was the biggest and baddest of all. But Elon's not doing so well lately. Um, (laughs) Gosh. One of the things, you know, I want to talk about here is um, I want you to tell us what he said here. I want you to go into the Canada border when he talks about the uh, the catastrophe is Canada. The catastrophe is Canada. And he says our borders, he was talking about third, third world countries coming in through the border. But he always talks about the 141 countries. Dude, they're not coming in from Canada. I mean, excuse me, from Mexico. 141 uh, Islamic nations. There's uh, a lot of Islamic nations sending people over. They ain't coming through the southern border. Trust me, they're not. They're coming through the Canadian border. This, uh, yeah, a little bit jumping ahead of down the, the uh, down in the speech here. Uh, this time, usually it's he says 141 countries mm-hmm. uh, were represented of crossing in illegally. This time, uh, for the Wisconsin one, it was 129 countries. So he always switches back uh, from those uh, two numbers: 141 or 129. And you want to go there now or you want to wait on this? Because I think you should wait on this. Yes. But yeah, I could wait right now. Maybe we should wait on that because that's going to require it's big. That's a really big boom. Um, You know, Trump really likes to uh, talk about he, he really loves the art of war by Sun Tzu. And, you know, we have some of these quotes that have been given to us, given to us um, throughout this movement. And uh, one of them is about the the borders. Um, there's a quote about our borders here. Mm-hmm. The um, the border is uh, um, well. He's always saying that the, the in for our country that there's always people pouring into our. our there's never been a country that allows people to pour into our country. Um, it's, it, and it's could be the worst managed, the worst country. Uh, it's like third, third world countries. Nobody has borders like uh, we have. There's never been anything like it. It's an, and it's a catastrophe. And um, so there's a quote in the art of war where part of the strategy 
if you've read The Art of War, which is a great book, like The Art of the Deal, <laughs> but The Art of War, a great book, um, is quotes, and I can't find the quote, so we, I've just been looking for it while you oh, were, you were okay. reading that, but the quote, it, the quote has to do with sealing the borders, okay? In order to contain your country and win a war, because we are at war with what POTUS calls the enemy within, the sick and sinister people within our country is the biggest threat to our country. So what do you do? You seal off the borders. It's part of the art of war. I wish I had the quote pulled up, but I just don't. Maybe on the next part, I'll pull it up for the next well, part. He, he basically said that we created the safest border in the U.S. history. We ended catch and release. We re but I wanted to make this point really yes, quick. Um, that to seal the borders is the, one of the most important parts of uh, winning a war and we are at war with this invisible enemy. And that's why I made the reference to the, how he always talks about how the biggest threat is the sick and sinister evil people within. within. So sealing the border, the b Southern border wall uh, for the listeners out there is complete. Those are POTUS's words, not ours. Go back and listen to the speeches. He says it's complete. And we were just very, we're very close to finishing the other rest of the wall what other rest of the wall? The Canadian wall. Now, we're going to talk about what kind of a possible wall this is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I know that there's an actual wall down at the border in Mexico. Like we've seen it being built. But who's seen the wall being built at the Canadian border? And is it you were mentioning and talking about Tim Michaels? It, what kind of a wall is this? Yeah. Um, well, what does Tim Michaels do? Let's talk about Tim Michaels. Tim Michael. That's the next thing that he talks about. Okay. So who is Tim Michaels, right? Um, isn't Tim Michaels uh, one of the, he said he's one of the most, uh, he bought Tim Michaels up. I personally wasn't a fan, but he talks about Tim Michaels and uh, how he's a politician now. Um, he's actually an American politician and businessman from Brownsville, Wisconsin. Doesn't he have like employees, a whole bunch of people there? Um, he co-manages Michael's Corporation, a family-owned and operated construction company. And POTUS said how much he loves construction. But he ended up talking to this guy yeah. more about the tunnel boring. Yeah. Now you have to understand who Tim is. You know, because there's a lot of times people say, oh, you know, he's just a businessman. And they'll own something. Tiny little, little, tiny, little, little thing. And I'll say, uh, I'm just reading uh, how Trump talks here. Um he says, this guy is big time. In fact, I said, are you sure you want to do this mm -hmm. in terms of Tim running? Uh, Tim, he builds massive tunnels and infrastructures and bidding like on the Lincoln Tunnel in New York. And he bores through earth. He bores through mountains. Hmm. He's uh, big stuff. He's one of the biggest employers in the state. And this is where his base is all over the world. And he's speaking of uh, in Wisconsin. Building these big tunnels that go through incredible granite mountains. I say, how the hell I was with them. I spent more time talking about that than I did, frankly, politics. I said, you got to tell me about the machines that do this. They cause 30 and they cause they cost 35 to 40 million dollars each. And they're incredible. He said, Tim says, they go through it like butter, sir. And I find it very I love construction. I love it. I'm sorry. I love construction. This is Trump saying that. But he's big and he's big t time is the point. This is big stuff, the biggest in the world at what he does. Tim is a tremendously successful builder and he runs the largest construction company in your state. 
He employs 8,000 people here. He's a former Army Ranger, proud American patriot, and um, I jump a little bit ahead, but he's the real deal. You got to see this. This is very inter interesting. Oh, that's his. Uh... You got to see this. <laughs> I'm sorry for distracting you, but holy um, crap. I found this uh, Tim, but he's the real deal, and he's talking about Tim here, President Trump. You know, under my administration, Tim served on my infrastructure task force. Uh -huh. I can't think of a better guy than that, the biggest in the world. He helped us build the Keystone XL pipeline before Biden shut it down. Uh -huh. Can you imagine that? And he gave the experts uh, some real help on the border wall, showing them how to do it, how to get it done, because we built hundreds and hundreds of miles. Isn't Wisconsin closer to Canada <laughs> than it is to Mexico? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> And he was so helpful in explaining what to do and the best way to do it. Look at this. You guys have to, okay, we're going to write an article and this is going to go there. Michaels, M-I-C-H-E-L-S dot U-S. Oh my God. It shows photographs of these, this, okay. He makes, first of all, Elon Musk is like a jeggings marshmallow compared to this guy. Um, he, he makes Musk look like a Musk is a moron puppet. But if you select his projects, you go to michaels.us and you go to projects and you select the market. First of all, Asia Pacific communications, construction, pipeline, power delivery, railway work, road and stone, sewer and water, trenchless. Can I just read some of these? Here's some of his projects. Crude oil pump stations, numerous ones. Dakota Access Pipeline Project. Twin Cities Medical Device Manufacturer, Pump Station Flood Wall Rehabilitations, Anchor River Crossings, Houston Ship Channel, okay? Jacobson Road Creek Crossing. Look at this. Look at this. St. Louis Area Pipeline, the Elam Dam. Wow. Okay, wait. I mean, look at this thing. The Washington Street Culvert Repair. The the Juanita River District Pipe Installation. Look at this thing. Look at these. Coal Creek and Dickinson. Newport, I mean, it's endless. Rural Wisconsin culvert repair. All the down, the below tunnels here. Okay. Tunnel after tunnel after pump. I mean, you guys have to, it's endless. I keep scrolling down and snacking on and I are looking at this. You think this is insane. Wow, big time. This yeah. construction that this guy's doing and the types of bridges he's building, basin bridges, highways, corridors, tunnels, cat islands, bay tunnels, U.S. Highway 41 mainline, he's building highway. Who is this guy? And if this guy's capable of doing this, he's basically, I believe, building the, 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 border, the wall border wall up in Canada for POTUS. That's what I think. I think they've got a deal going on. Mm -hmm. Lake Michigan. Look at this. Please go look at this. I'll list this on the blog. Trains. I mean, if this guy has this capacity to do this, all right, hopefully he's a good guy. Mm -hmm. Hopefully he's not a bad guy. You know, we need some good guys like this. And maybe he's just, you know, working with POTUS. I'm not sure how this is going, but this is pretty insane. Look at these drones in Kentucky. I wish you show this to George Pittman. <laughs> he might be out there looking for them with his night vision in the dark. <laughs> so um, there's a border wall, folks, and it's not just in Mexico. 
because a lot of these illegal immigrants that are flooding our suburban areas, I see it every day around where I live. Mm -hmm. There is a bunch of really nasty people, not because they're immigrants, they're freaking fucking criminals, excuse my language, but the area is flooded uh, in LA with criminals, not immigrants like every other American who had uh, a European, African, Asian, whatever descent coming here as immigrants to work legally. That's not what POTUS is talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. These people are straight up criminals. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people here are here illegally. They're coming in through the Canadian border. They're coming in through the, they don't even work because you know what? The illegal uh, Latinos that are coming through Mexico, guess why they're coming here? They're coming here to work and go back and make money here to their families. Okay. It's not right because they're taking jobs away from people here, right? Everybody should be here legally, but the people that are coming in through Canada, in my opinion, minus the gangs that are coming in through the Southern border, we're not talking gangs. We're talking people, straight up criminals, don't want to work, want to take advantage of the system. They want to go to Ilhan Omar's district. They want to go to whatever other districts they want to go to, the Daywalker from Chicago, whatever that lady uh, Lori Lightfoot. God. <laughs> you know, there's just, they're coming in through the Canadian border. And you have a lot of things you found out, out uh, you found while you were going through this decode. It uh, blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You want to give us something and then just, we, I don't want to go into the, let's, let's give, let's give the audience something here because this is huge. Okay. Um, well, every time he talks about how, let's see here. Um, when he talks about uh, the Southern border uh, last week, every, every time he speaks, he's always saying how, uh, like I said earlier, 141 countries represented or mm-hmm. 129 countries mm-hmm. represented. Um, and, and I just started thinking of that number and it representing the border. Well, the 141st, the 141, I believe, is the longitude of the Yukon Alaskan and the where and the uh, the Alaskan border with Yukon Canada, and it's the 141st meridian wa- uh, west line. That's and, boom. Yeah, that's huge. So did you guys catch that? Can you say it again? The 141. What is the Otis mentioned? 141 different countries. So which is a weird number, right? Correct. And he says it every time. It's either 141 or 129 countries represented crossing the border. So I started putting it together with that number and mm-hmm. something to do with borders. And sure enough, there it is. The meridian 141 is the Alaskan Yukon Canadian border, the vertical part of the um, border. So that's our that's America. That's Alaska. America. Alaska. Alaska. And then Canada. And Yukon, so Canada. who's coming through there? Is that the way they're coming through? I believe that's what he's pointing to. Mm-hmm. This is where they're coming through. This is the border. Now that they're not coming through, you know, Montreal. Okay. They're coming through this particular, and that's why he was in Alaska at Anchorage. Uh-huh. And he was talking in Alaska. We should go back in the next part of this decode and reference some of the Alaska, uh, Alaska speech that he gave, because I think there's some more to the 141 that you're talking about. Yeah. He even said he had a, he had an uncle there or something that 
we didn't go into that because it's a, it wasn't, it wasn't too relevant at the time, but I think you found something hugely significant here. Yeah. And, and when he, now I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but the 129, um, because of it dealing with NAFTA and the USMCA, um, there is a form 129. Mm-hmm. It's called the TN. It is a petition for non-immigrant worker, the uh, 129. And that has to deal with NAFTA and the USMCA. And that's what I think um, when he represents those two numbers, that's what it deals with, um, how you can go back and forth over the border of Canada into the U.S. You know, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the uh, Alaska Anchorage speech and you're right on the money. The 141 countries that are illegally here, mm-hmm. he's literally talking and he says we can't we couldn't bring them back because their countries wouldn't take them. They didn't want to take people who kill people and they would leave the airplanes stranded on the runways. And he said no more payments to these countries. And what's he doing? He's not he's cutting off payments to China. And I bet you a lot of this is coming through uh, Russia, mm-hmm. China. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people aren't, aren't coming in the way we think they're coming in. So if you want to look it up, look up 141st Meridian West, and you'll see the vertical border, Alaska and Yukon, Canada. And that's what it means. I think you're right on the money. And I think that's huge. So the 141 different countries he's talking about is a direct reference to what you just bought from dark to light, the 101st Meridian uh, West West. Yeah. And you know, we'll put this in the article that corresponds with this first part of the double decode. And I think we should, we should stop here because there's a lot more Mm -hmm. snacking on. Like I said, the snacks are working out for you. Yeah. 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 I got a cookie if you want one. Uh, maybe I'll have one. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys. So stay tuned for part two. Uh, we'll be taking you to the next part of this decode um, in the next couple of days here. So make sure you uh, stay tuned and review uh, the article that will be posted after this uh, after this part one is aired. So thank you, Snackin' On. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for tuning in to part one of this double decode featuring Snackanon. Please make sure you uh, copy and paste a link to share this podcast, whether you're listening to it on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, wherever you might be tuned into it. And do make sure to check out the article that will be posted referencing the big booms that Snackanon just delivered to us. That is huge, folks. The 141, the 129, everything that POTUS who's still your president and he's still in charge says means something and the repetition is not coincidence we'll be having a lot more for you if you stay tuned in part two because these decodes are loaded and we've been working on them and talking about them and they're just so exciting and we're we're grateful that potus hasn't been speaking at three more in a row because he was keeping us all real busy right there Also, I'll be posting links to the actual speeches that POTUS gave so you can review them for yourself and then tune into what we're saying. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of A Fistful of Truth. Also, thank you to Selma Vedic, the 5G protection device. 
5G protection device available to you at 10% off puts a shield around your home and your living space, mitigates the effects of 5G and harmful frequencies that can affect you, your loved ones, your pets. You can check out more at the link provided in the podcast description at Soma Vedic. You can also receive 10% off by entering D-I-L-A-R-A, my code, which is also listed down below, along with three other companies that chose to work with me because everyone else is afraid of me. But these companies aren't. They're Patriot-owned, made in the USA, OP2 Labs, some of the best collagen. I just ordered up on some collagen and so did Snackanon. It is my daily meal. Amazing stuff made by Navy SEALs. Packets to go. Great survival food, but also very healthy for you because collagen is the second most important substance in your body. OP2 Labs, you get 20% off. There was a recent uh, podcast I did, so check that out. There's a 20% off your order. Uh, You can save hundreds of dollars if you order in bulk and get ready for The Storm is Upon Us. Check that series out with uh, Surviving the Storm with George Pittman and get get your survival kits ready. Also check out Mission uh, Darkness Faraday Bags preventing you from uh, getting harmful frequencies from your phone. So if you can't afford a Somovedic and place one in your home, get yourself some Mission Darkness Faraday protection. Get a blanket. Pregnant women, get a blanket. Put it on your uh, lap when you use your laptop. It'll stop, literally block. It'll create a Faraday cage between you and your laptop and devices. I've got an EMF measuring device, folks. Believe me, these things are radiating us. And I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just telling you, I use one. I pop my phone in one. I don't want that thing next to my head. I've seen the reports. If you live next to a tower, in an apartment complex, in a city, next to neighbors, you don't know what kind of things are going off in their house. Check out Mission Darkness below, as well as Hemp Therapies. Hemp Therapies below. Keep calm with CBT, folks. Keep calm. Stay calm and stay the course. We will be coming up with part two of this decode in the next few days. So God bless you, patriots, and thank you for sharing this podcast. Don't forget to share and check out the article that will follow at delaraessengill.blog. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you all. And where we go one, we go all.